Telling a friend to leave her husband is something you just don't do. If she does break up with him, it's your fault. If she doesn't break up with him, she knows that you think that she should, and therefore can never speak to you again. Either way, you're screwed. All right. Hello, Mirandas. Season two, episode two. Welcome 2021. back. <laughs> Can you believe it's February next week? January kind of flew by. January flew by. Um, but you know what? It didn't really for me because I'm doing dry January. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I've been thinking about wanting to have a glass of wine for a very long time at this point. <laughs> So. Like, I've got the shakes. <laughs> yeah, I'm shaking. <laughs> um, you know what? Speaking of months, I don't think that the, the, the show Sex and the City does not ever put you in a month or time. Like, no. you never fucking know when it is. They don't no. really talk about holidays on the show. Maybe. No. No, no holidays. Don't. Not even Halloween or anything like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> not even Halloween. Not even Halloween. Um, but when do you think Carrie's birthday is? Because in this episode, um, episode two, it's called The Awful Truth, right? Mm-hmm. The episode awful truth? two, the, the Awful Truth, it's Carrie's birthday in this episode. And it looks a little chilly outside. I couldn't tell. Like, it's either spring or fall. It's leaning towards fall. We'll have to follow the outfits post this yeah. and see what kind of coat situations we get into. Um, yes. I mean, this could be a March. This could be an October. I don't know. Totally. Totally. I don't know. She could be a Libra. She could be an Aries. I don't know the other signs, but she's a feisty one, isn't she? Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah, I don't know if she's a Pisces. I'd be curious. What's the one after Pisces? Aries? I think so. I honestly don't know. Okay. Um, I know I'm a Capricorn. But okay. All right, let's get started. Okay, let's, let's get into this. This is what happens is we chit, chit, too much to chat. So this is season two, episode two, The Awful Truth. I'm going to give a quick re- recap. So the theme of this episode is just truths, truths that people don't want to face, tr- truths that people need to admit. Um, Carrie's awful truth comes out at the end of the episode when she admits that she is still not over Mr. Big. Not that much of an awful truth because it was very obvious. Um, Miranda's awful truth is that she she ends up uh, dating this guy who's really into dirty talk and then she finally gets into it and then she gets a little too into it and says the one thing that you just, I guess, can't say to a guy during dirty talk. And that which was we'll the discuss. awful truth. Which we will discuss because that was hilarious. Um... Charlotte's awful truth is that she adopts this dog, Henry, and the dog is just not living up to its expectations, and she ends up having to give the puppy away. Coincidentally, she gives it away to uh, Carrie's friend, who is also part of this episode. And Samantha's awful truth is finally she reveals to a sex therapist, a couple therapist with James there that he has too small of a penis and they yep. and their relationship and the awful truth that needed to be said was said and hopefully Sam is going to have better sex going forward. Yes. Um, yeah. Should, so that's should, kind of it. Should we do just a quick uh, – I kind of want to talk about how the episode starts really quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, so the episode starts with Carrie hanging out with her friend Susan Sharon. I think maybe they go out to dinner and they end up at Car- at uh, Susan Sharon's house um, apartment, and they have to whisper because Susan Sharon's husband 
like has like an early morning call. He's in business or whatever. And uh, Sharon also, um, you know, got Carrie a little pre-birthday gift, which is like a cashmere sweater. Um, but basically we witness him come out and very verbally abuse Susan Sharon. Um, and Carrie. And, <laughs> and Carrie. And it was um, really, really like an intense abusive relationship, if you ask me. Do you want to kind of touch more on that? I. It's interesting that they played it off as kind of funny and like right, here's this right. kind of big Mr. Grump, you know? Carrie, I think, says like, good night, Grumpy. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I, he's an emotionally abusive, psychotic person. Yes. And the idea that anyone would speak to their partner and their partner's friend that way is... Yeah. Horrifying. Get the fuck out of my house! Taunting the psychotic spouse, I realized, was not a wise move. Shut up. Just shut the fuck up! Horrifying. Yeah, it's really, sca- really scary. He's super aggressive. Um, and so the, the, the awful truth, the arc of the plot is that, um, you know, uh, Carrie's kind of like helping her friend through the situation. Susan Sharon comes for her birthday. And then, you know, at the end of the episode, Charlotte gives her dog to Susan. And the dog is the thing that like, you know, is the glue for their relationship and it like reblossoms their relationship. And I just thought that was a bit trite, to be honest. Like, I just thought like, I know. I mean, and, I and love Jack Russell yell- Terriers. He's but- yelling at the dog. He's like, shut the fuck up to the dog. And yeah. they're like laughing over coffee. I was like, you guys are psychos. You guys yeah. deserve each other. I I know it's comedy yeah. and like satire, but like it was a bit str- I don't know. Like, I don't know. We look at shows that are on HBO now, like Big Little Lies, where it's talking about domestic violence and emotional and verbal abuse and um granted it's not a comedy but it's just it's just handled so differently now okay we huge red flag for me huge red flag i grew up in a house where my men particularly my dad never raised his voice not an angry man didn't yell didn't scream I have never had boyfriends that yell and scream at me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I, can't, I first off, I would crumble. I just can't, I don't like yeah. yelling at all. I'm very yeah. <laughs> not confrontational. And so, <laughs> um, and this isn't a judgment on somebody who's in a relationship like that. Right, I find right. it extremely unhealthy and I don't think people should communicate that way. Right. On the other hand, at work, we talk about this quite a bit. I work with people from just kind of like varying backgrounds, different ethnicities, whatever. Right. And s- the level of, of vo- at volume and tone in which people speak sometimes to their spouses and partners and friends is I would consider it like, whoa, that's really aggressive and abusive. And they're like, no, that's just how we're kind of talking. And I'm like, is that just an excuse? I don't know. Is this, are, are there some people who just yell and are rude to their partners and there's still love there? It seems abusive to me. I'm curious if like there are relationships that are healthy that like, they kind of yell at each other. I, I don't imagine it, but I'm, I'm curious I, what you think. I, I, yeah, I thought it was like really scary. Um, and it I was, was also fucking really, awful. Yeah, and I was really surprised that Carrie was like, good night, grumpy. Like, I, was like, <laughs> I would not have said that. Like, I would have just walked <laughs> the fuck out of there. What? So you provoking him? <laughs> no, but, and also the fact that, okay, in this situation, Gilly, 
if you saw your friend being berated by her husband, oh. I'm not going to sit there and be like, good night, grumpy. And then like, and like, be like, I gotta go. Be like, sure. Do you want to like come stay? Are you okay? Or, or maybe that make the, it worse for the woman there. But like, wh- I don't well, know. Here's the thing. Well, that kind of leads me to my next point, which is it's a Miranda call out. What are you going to do over there without your job? Eat croissant? Which I am not sure I agree with this advice. Um, Miranda says, it shoots to them at brunch. Carrie's talking about the situation with Susan Sharon and her husband. And Miranda says, telling your friend to leave their husband is something you just don't do. Um, and, and, and Samantha, like, agrees with that. And I, I you know, that's my Miranda call out. But I'm mm-hmm. not sure I agree with that advice. I, Especially I, I, yeah. if someone's safety and like emotional well-being and mental health are severely on the line. You know yeah. what I mean? I wrote this down and I wanted to ask you, you know, would you ever feel comfortable talking to a friend that they were in possibly an abusive relationship or just or you think like I think this guy is fucking terrible. Like he's not a good person. Um does is does it depend on how good of friends you are? Does it depend if you can have that honesty? I I had a coworker who admitted to me that her her partner was violent with her and verbally abusive. Police would get involved. And I would I started writing stuff down and then she would come and ask me advice. And then I was like, fuck, like what advice? I was like, this is clearly an unhealthy relationship. I think you need to talk to a therapist. I think blah, blah, blah. And then they ended up moving and they're still together. So it's very weird when you hear about relationships like this. And I think we know people who are in relationships in which there's the level of emotional, particularly verbal abuse, and the woman stays, and then it's kind of weird after because they know that you know all this. And I think it's mentioned in this show about this. What would you do if you were with a guy like that? Would you leave? Well, like, you know, things didn't change. Well, they haven't. And they won't. That's exactly what Samantha says as a follow-up to Miranda, which mm-hmm. is like, well, then if things, like, if they do start seeing each other, then they're going to feel really awkward around you and yada, yada, yada. In my opinion, But back to your, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I was just going to say, like, you know, I, I do agree on some level with Miranda. Um, you know, you, you like, in your situation, like, it sounded like maybe you were being too involved or coerced into the situation, and it's like, no, you're not there to be the one who fixes the problems and makes the decisions, mm-hmm. you know? And I think we do that sometimes when we want somebody else to do the answers because it's really, really hard for us to come to the truth with our answer. Like, there's a little bit of denial. But, yeah, I think seeing a therapist is exactly what I would say to someone in this situation and also just say, like, it I'm concerned, you know. I'm concerned. Yeah. That, I, think, I think that's a good way of putting it. I agree with you that I disagree with the Miranda, that you can never tell somebody that. Because then who who is supposed to tell you that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's tough love in some situation. And it's like if they have – like I, I don't know. It also depends on like the person. Like I feel like if it's someone I've known for more of my life than their husband has, like I feel like – I don't know. In that situation, I think I have a little bit more. Uh, in t- I'm a little bit more entitled to like speak, like speak for what I think. You know, I don't know. Maybe that's bad. No. Maybe. 
There it was, standing across from me. Biscotti eating, cashmere swaddled proof that I had said too much. So then what happened? Well, once I said that, the floodgates just opened. He said to me that there was this moment during our wedding when he looked at me and he felt this huge wave of disappointment because I looked so generic. <laughs> I agree, and I'm curious what other people think that if the situation, if you think Carrie was in the right to kind of say, I think you should leave him or blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, you know, it, it is interesting because then the character kind of follows Carrie throughout the episode and brings us and to this other, the other plot yeah. line of the birthday party. Um, but, it, but the thing I find is funny is, like, clearly Susan Sheeran is just, like, like talking so much about this to Carrie and she like can't handle it. And I'm like, Carrie, you need, you need to check in with yourself get some self-awareness here. This is you. This Wait, is that, you with that's, everyone. That's such a good observation. Sharon is holding up a mirror to Carrie and Carrie does not like what she sees. But, but I don't think Carrie has enough of an ability to like self-reflect literally mm. and, and be able to notice those qualities in herself. Totally. I just but, want to shoot back real quick. This yeah. is like just an anecdotal thing. <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. So just a little background. Susan Sharon is like a sales rep in like the cashmere industry, <laughs> the, the garment industry. And uh, basically uh, she gets this sweater for Carrie's birthday. It's cashmere. And Carrie's like, oh my God, like that's so nice. You shouldn't have it. It's not even my birthday yet. And Susan um, Sharon is like, you can't believe what this would cost at Barney's or um, Bergdorf's. And <laughs> and Carrie's like, don't tell me. And she was like, $900. And then Carrie, without <laughs> without skipping a beat, <laughs> Susan Sharon's like, $900. She's like, well, would you be mad if I um, – I could really use the cash right now. Would you, would you mad if, if I returned it for the cash? And I was like – Kind of horrified. Thoughts? That's my carry tracker for the episode. <laughs> I don't need professional help. I've got you guys. Yeah, for about another 10 minutes. Have the tact to like wait and do it like, okay, actually, I'm so torn. I'm torn. Oh, here's the thing. Did this, did Sharon buy her the cashmere or because she's a rep, she just like gets these things? I don't know. If that's the case, and maybe Carrie knew this, then returning it for the cash. But if it was return, I think Carrie was just being tacky. And to ask to return a gift for the money is one of the tackiest things possible. I would have just, if I was so strapped, I would have just done it secretly, to be honest. Sell it on eBay. I don't know if she can't use the computer yeah. again. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, I would have tried to return it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there wasn't a return gift receipt, but... Um, maybe, but at the same time, maybe she knows the type of person who Susan Sharon is. Cause as soon as she asked, Susan Sharon was like, well, that's why it's called a cashmere, right? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cute though, because she was very she like, was nice whatever. about it. I know. Whereas I've been like, well, um, I spent a lot of time thinking about it, but okay, you know, yeah. but so maybe this seems like a, a wealthy friend who has this, you know, adult nice apartment and maybe she doesn't give yes. a shit, but I, I, called Carrie out on that because I thought yeah, that was just that was, yeah like you said without that skipping was rude. a beat <laughs> that's rude um, um alright so and after, also like what are you gonna do with that guys you're not gonna like pay off a mortgage you're literally just gonna buy Jimmy Choo shoes <laughs> I know she's gonna just it's buy just... more shit <laughs> Um, oh my god anyway so after this scene we go into miranda's plot line because they're at brunch they're talking about it 
And, and Sarah, I'm just of... going to let you uh, take the lead on this topic. All right, I will. So, you're <laughs> so Mar- Miranda in this um, episode is dating a guy who is very into dirty talk. And Miranda just doesn't know what to say. She's like, sex should be silent. I shouldn't have to be stumped for conversation. She's very much in the camp of like, let's just have sex. I don't need to like narrate the entire experience for you. But the girls say, you got to start talking. You got to try it. You know, you got to do it for this guy if you like this guy. So Carrie was saying, you're not mute during the whole experience, are you? You know, (laughs) it's like, well, she's, I love that she says, well, I'll tell them when I'm about to orgasm. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, you're quiet the whole time. I'm trying to find this really great thing. Um, And so Miranda ends up, um, God, I'm finding this in my notes. So Miranda ends up t- trying it with this guy. You know, he's really prompting her. They're in bed together. He is trying to just get her to say anything. And then I love, I think I wrote it down, just these like adjectives that that she says. She's just like hard, rock, <laughs> sausage, hard, hard rock, rock, sausage, hard, big and, rock. hard rock, <laughs> big, hard rock, sausage. She's just like crossbreeding all and it was like the words <laughs> like the worst type of dirty talk possible and but he's so into and it he's into it he like comes and like and she's like okay and she kind of thinks like she has this kind of <laughs> n- newfound power with her words and she carved out this like little niche area for her to harry oh god you're getting me hard tell me how it feels Big. And? Hard. Rock hard. Yeah, keep talking. A big rock. Yes. A hard rock. A big hard rock. Oh, oh yeah. A sausage. Oh, baby, you were so nasty. <laughs> so it, it, it's just so, so, so great because, um, you know, this plot line is really kind of short and and sweet, but I thought it was a very interesting take on dirty talk and having one partner who really likes it, then one person who gets into it and then takes it a little bit too far because they end up being in bed and Brandon's like, cock, cock, why couldn't I ever said that? And then he's like, I don't know, but it turns me on. And then he's kind of prompting her like, what are the things turn you on? And then she says, um, you love, she says all these things and he's into it. And then she whispers, you love when I put a finger in your ass. And his face just turns around as if he's been shamed and like turns away from her. And she's like, what, what did I do? And she realizes that, you know, even though he likes it, that's the awful truth is that she can't say it out loud. Like Um, he can't, he doesn't want to hear it. I love it because, you know, she's building up once she's gotten this courage and like kind of newfound confidence with dirty talk. She's just saying like, I like it when you like say this about me and I like it when you say that and I like to say this and I like it when I put my finger up your butt. No, no, well, she says you love it. Not that she loved doing it. 
You, oh, you so love it's it. even more <laughs> shameful for him that he likes having, you know, her finger up his ass and he and she calls him out on it. But and it wasn't, you know, she wasn't trying to shame him. She, she was trying. And this happens with Miranda a lot. When Miranda gets a little taste of something, like there's an episode in a couple seasons where she gets a taste of being like the hot girl. And then the, oh my God. And the guy yes. thinks she's vain. And then there's one where she drinks and the guy thinks she's an alcoholic. Like she just goes yes. a little bit too far. <laughs> And this was a good episode, and then, like, they they end, and then Miranda's like, how could I know that was, like, the one truth that the guy can't hear? Um, yeah. And, and, and I love that it shoots them at brunch, and Samantha's, well, Miranda says, well, but he does love it when my fingers up his butt. <laughs> and then I love when Samantha's basically saying, no, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. <laughs> They don't want to admit it. Um, but so I thought it was good. I, you know, I, I think Dirty Talk is great. I'm definitely a mm-hmm. fan of it. Um, some people are really good at it. Some people aren't. And I think Miranda is somebody in the camp who's probably going to be burned and like not do it again. Because I think, yeah, I, have we mm-hmm. passed the episode or is it in the future where she ends up dating? No, Samantha dates baby talk guy. Oh yeah, Samantha. That's dates, baby talk baby guy, and that's unacceptable. I don't not unacceptable, <laughs> but like it's it's that's a whole other conversation to be had. Um, so I so when so this is after Miranda like quote unquote shames this guy. She's at Carrie's birthday party. You know, it's Carrie's birthday. Miranda looked like a feminist bookstore owner or like some sort of like know, she did some sort of like she did Navajo no not like a like an art dealer I don't know what it was what her like look was it was very she had funny. this weird like David Bowie haircut <laughs> that was like really spiky <laughs> spiky hair a thin you know those like st- quote-unquote stylish like silk scarves that are long yeah. and you throw it over your shoulder with like funky yeah. earrings it was quite a, a look why did they do this to her? I don't know I, I don't know I, on Reddit, uh, I know we always mention Reddit. Um, I follow the Sex and the City uh, Reddit thread, and they had a post the other day about talking about Miranda's fashion, and they had to dig fucking deep for her. They have to dig yeah. so deep. They the the I don't know what Patricia Field is doing. What they thought about her character <laughs> is Miranda just not somebody who would inherently be well dressed. Right, 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 right. I mean, she gets way better, though. She does. Later in the seasons where I'm like, ooh, cute outfit. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Um, But in the beginning, it was was bad. And her hair was bad. For me, I am, back to Dirty Talk, I am just, like, so awkward. Like, I just think, for me, I'm not into it. Like, maybe, maybe receiving it I am, but doing it, like, no. Because I just would laugh. I would just laugh. No. Or I would like accidentally quote a movie and like not mean to. I'm just sorry. <laughs> like I, I think I would just giggle the whole time. Um, but um, what about the? Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of people that do like it. I'm definitely one of them. Um, and I think I think I'm I think I can be good at it. And I think yeah. You know I'm I'm a woman with. I didn't even do AP Lang in high school. And I'm, you know, here I am, uh, like a Shakespearean person. No. Um, but I think there's some really good, for people who are listening, who do like that or like different sort of like erotica, there's this great app, Dipsy. And um, so yes. if, you, if you do like Dirty Talk, there's this app, Dip, D-I-P-S-E-A. And it's like kind of like Dirty Talk porn made by women for women. 
Um, narration. Narration. Stories. Exactly. I think it's great. I gifted it to friends. I gifted it to my sister. Like, gifted it's, it to me. I gifted yeah, it to Gilly. <laughs> my friend Grace told me about it. So I've been like spreading this around. So if anyone's listening, I would download it. Um, maybe they can sponsor us. Actually, I did hear Dipsy ad on a podcast the other day. So I'm like, maybe we could. I don't know. Sorry. Crossover. Yeah. Cross- Ew. Hey. <laughs> you can narrate a story from Miranda's point of view. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, so I actually, so there's a, more things I want to talk about. Talk about it. But um, there's something that I did want to ask, which is kind of continuing on is um, I think it's important for the podcast to talk about this, which is do we tell our friends they're dating an asshole or a moron or somebody super shallow, someone who's a jerk, someone who's kind of dumb? Like, do we tell our friends that? That is a very good question. I Mm -hmm. have not been in a lot of positions in which I've had to. So I, I count, I'm, I, maybe I'm lucky in that sense. There's definitely when people have been on breaks that I've kind of gone in there and been like, I don't know about this guy, you know, you, when yeah. they're broken up, it is really difficult. If it, uh, if there's abuse, set that aside. If it's just like personality. Yeah. I, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think if, if, if the person's really happy and the, and like, they're not bothered by it, like actually not bothered by it. And it's more of just like a personality quirk that doesn't work for me. Then for me, I'm just like, yeah, let them do their thing. Because at the end of the day, like we're all, we're not going to always love each other's boyfriends and girlfriends, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, you know, if, if they're, you know, expressing discomfort and kind of their own concern with the situation, then I would maybe try to, you know, express my concerns and also maybe play devil's advocate at the same time. Um, I think it really depends. My older sister had an ex who we didn't really like. And it was a very weird position when it's especially family. Because I think family, Mm. like beyond friends, family are the first people to be like, this is like, at least for my family, I I think, um, you know, I haven't really dated anyone my parents didn't like. But it would be very difficult for me to bring someone home and be around my family if my family did not like them um, or didn't respect them or thought that they're, you know, I think that would be really challenging. Um, You know, I I haven't really encountered it with friends. Right. And it's definitely, that's a tough position. So tough. I was just thinking about Dear John. Did you listen to that podcast or watch the, the show? Oh, God, I was thinking of that movie with, like, Amanda Seyfried. I didn't see that, but... Oh, Saving Silverman? <laughs> no, 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 I watched that two weeks Amanda ago. Amanda okay. Seyfried <laughs> and Channing Tatum, that Dear John, oh, where he's, like, a oh, GI. Oh. <laughs> I was like, they, they made it into a fucking podcast? God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dear John, is that the one where the guy's a con artist? Yeah, okay. and basically, like, um, you know, in that situation... You know, they all, he was doing like really scary stuff, like threatening them. And even that wasn't an, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to like blame the victim at all. But I I thought Deb was a bit delusional. And to think that she could like push away her own family members and kids who were like expressing facts about like dangerous things that happened. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, it, you'd have to be careful about pushing someone away or making them feel a bit alienated, you know? 
I think when people are in it, when they're in relationships, the intricacies and complexities of relationships from the outside, they're very difficult to see. So decisions like leave him, he's an asshole, are so easy said, very difficult to be done. And people who are experiencing emotional abuse from like a, a, just an absolute asshole of a person, I, I think that those people who are assholes are usually very manipulative and very able to keep people where they are. And it, it's always so easy. Like, why, why wouldn't she leave? Why wouldn't that person just see that? And I think it's so hard when you're in it. Um, so hard. I really have a lot of sympathy for people who are in shitty relationships with shitty people and they just can't get out of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm lucky that I like the majority of my, I think all of my friends' partners mm-hmm. and, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's something to think about. I'm curious what other people think or if yeah. they've had a situation which they've had to tell a friend like, yo, this guy sucks. Totally. Um, um, so sh- we should probably talk about the um, special delivery that Carrie gets. Mm-hmm. We've got to talk uh, about that little- and I really want to talk about the sex therapist too, with the couple's therapist. Oh my God. All right, okay, so let's yeah. get into this. So Carrie and Big... Carrie gets a special delivery. It's on her birthday. Flowers come to the door. She gets the card and she's like, (gasps) it's from Big. You know, calls up the girls. They're at brunch. She's like so stressed. Like, what does it mean? You know, and like, oh God. And then the girls are kind of talking about it. They think it's a grand gesture. You know, she says it's really confusing. And I actually really like what Samantha says. This is my Samantha, like kind of wiseism. It's not a zinger, but it's wise. She says, under the guise of being thoughtful, he's actually being very selfish. And I like that, that here's this thoughtful gesture giving flowers, but it's actually more confusing for Carrie that she receives. So I, I like knew what you were going to say that. Yeah. Because I, because, because I totally like did like thought about that point, you know, when Samantha made it. And I was like, I feel like Sarah's said something like that before. But I'm taking more of Charlotte's take, which is, okay, let's just backtrack. Imagine receiving roses from a, like, fuckboy or, like, you don't know where you stand person in 2020. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is a grand mother effing gesture. That's a fucking proposal. Like, yeah. I, like, <laughs> oh my and god. And so that's why I agree with Charlotte. That is a that is a grand ass gesture. That is so true. Best wishes on your birthday. It's from Big. What kind of flowers? Roses. Red. Big. Expensive. What do you think it means? It means rip up the card. And watch out for the thorns. No, no, no. This is the grand gesture. The grand gesture? Yeah, you know, if you break up with someone and they just disappear from your life altogether, well, then it wasn't meant to be. But if they make a powerful declaration of their love, then you really have to reconsider. I, there was a level of confusion in this episode of how Carrie is reacting towards Big. I'm like, you broke up with him. You broke up oh, with him. Stop acting you. like a fucking victim. Here's this guy. You broke up with him. You went out, like, saw him, whatever, weeks ago. We're on a date. He sends you flowers. He's just, it seems like he's being nice. And even that is just, like, she turns it into, like, being a victim. It drives me fucking crazy. It well, really the does. thing that's funny is that I was actually just going to ask you the following question, which is, you know, Carrie's talking with the girls about the flowers and 
she is kind of questioning, like, but, like, should he really be saying I was wrong? And my question for you is, do you think it was rude and a bit entitled of Carrie to think Mr. Big should say I was wrong? Because in my opinion, there the communication between them is trash. <laughs> And, and and then she just like bailed out right before vacation. So like, yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, I, when I heard that, I was so confused. I and it makes you realize how how much uh, how she lacks so much self awareness that she would want him to yeah. say he's wrong. And I kept kind of thinking about the season finale and going back and like, you know, sure. Big may have been kept himself at a distance. It seemed like they were still getting to know each other. Whatever. I yeah. Do. What was he? What was he wrong about? That's what I, I'm, I'm um, curious I about. Like, know. that's the thing I don't even know what 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 he could have been wrong about, or what he could have apologized for. What what he, what could he be? You know? I guess apologize for not introducing. The, oh, the, her oh, the to mom. His mom. Um, and also like, but at the same time, he said like, "We'll get away for the weekend and we'll have these conversations," you know. But she like didn't want to do that she just was like i'm out i know and then she invites him to the birthday party he comes and then she thinks like she has such low view of him that she would assume that he's the guy who would bring a date to her own birthday dinner you know she's relieved when she sees her friend jack she's like you're the date jack and i was like do you think (laughs) that he would do that like what behavior has he done that would demonstrate that he would do something so cruel to bring a date to your birthday dinner to but, your own But birthday. that shows her fucked up thinking. Like, she has a lot of cognitive distort- distortions and a lot of, like, she needs well, CBT stat. And yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. She, her insecurities are, like, on her sleeve. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, I was like, dude, here we go again. You're not playing it cool. Like, Jack? so Big brings his friend Jack, and she's so thrilled it's not his new girlfriend or date. And she's like, you're the date? <gasps> Oh, it's so good to see you, Jack. And it's just like, Jesus. Oh, oh my God. Please. Like, oh, oh my God. Please. I know. Yeah. And then at that, um, you know, just to kind of wrap up the Carrie and Big plot, because it ends us on this classic end of the episode, Carrie and Big moment. They're walking. He asks if she needs care fare. He's trying. He's like, do you need a ride home in my my car? Can I give you cab fare? He is trying. And she's like, no, no, I'm okay. She's Miss Independent. And then he gets in the yeah. car. He kind of looks back. The slow jazz starts. And she yeah. looks longingly as he leaves. And then this mm-hmm. is where she says her awful truth, her truth. The one thing I could not say um, to Mr. Big was I'm still not over you. And I feel like it's trying to elicit like sympathy and pity. And I just don't feel it for her. I feel bad for oh, him. Oh, Totally. Because I don't think she's, okay, in my opinion, I don't think she's reading the signs. She's not. The signs, the efforts that he's making, or what do they call love languages and all that stuff? Like, what are Big's love languages with Carrie? I would say, like. Gift giving? There, it's gift giving. Trips, clearly flowers. not verbal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe acts words of, of service. <laughs> Right, maybe acts of service like, can I help you get a ride home? Like, physical can touch. I help you with your mortgage? Oh yeah, physical touch. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's not reading the signs. Like he sent her roses on her birthday. Granted, they came from his secretary, but it was in his calendar, and you know that he put it in the calendar her birthday. 
And then he comes to the party with a friend. A friend, in my opinion, that he probably was like, hey, like, decoy. Hey, like, like, yeah, come with me to this thing. Like, there will be other, like, single women there. Like, come on. Um, Hi. Hey, glad you could make it. Can't stay long. Left my camel out. What is he going to do? Show up by himself? Can you imagine if your ex invited you to a birthday? You'd be like, let me bring a fucking friend so I'm not solo yeah. at my ex's birthday party. Totally. He probably didn't want to disappoint It's her, her. day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Carrie, Carrie, Carrie. This does leave us on kind of setting up part of season two, though, is that, you know, big. Right. We've seen him in episode one. We've seen him in episode two. Yes, they're broken up, but clearly this breakup is, you know, there's more to, to be had with Carrie and Big. Totally. Um, is there anything else within this, their plot, this episode that you wanted to get into? Not so much, um, aside from the fact that I think she could have thrown him a freaking bone. Um, and maybe that bone was saying that she still has feelings for him. Like, you know what I mean? Or like, I I um, miss you. Yes. I'm so happy you came tonight. Just something. Exactly. Something. Um, (sighs) I'd like to talk about (laughs) some... Samantha and James plotline. This is this is so great, and I love that we have um, a man God. who's kind of you know lasted with Sam for at least a couple episodes now. Mm-hmm. I think it's been or you vice know, versa. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, for Sam's lasted with him. That's true. For, for about four episodes, and in this episode, Samantha is not happy. She hasn't had sex in three weeks no. to a month, and the, she just cannot accept the small penis. She does not. Gherkindick, we've talked about this. It's, it's orchidic. Orca, it's certainly not an orchidic. It's definitely a gherkindick. <laughs> and she, and then James suggests that they see a couple's counselor because he thinks that they're yeah. having trouble with intimacy. They go see this kind of a hippy dippy couple's counselor, and the conversation is really veering towards like, Sam, this is your problem. Like, you have trouble with intimacy. Some women just aren't sexual, and you can see Sam's and face. And he says. And then he says, like, I'm the sexual, well, I feel like I'm the sexual one in the relationship. (laughs) And you feel so bad because she's trying to be nice. And then he's like, I caught you masturbating outside of the shower. And she's like, oh, you know, and she's trying. She doesn't want to say her, to bring it back, her awful truth, which is his penis is too small. So the couple's therapy session kind of runs end, and and the girl's like, I'll see you next week, same time. And Sam is just, like, had it. Just the thought of having to go back is too much. So she finally says, like, your penis is just too small. And this is one of my absolute favorite lines in this entire series. And he's like, did you ever think your vagina is too big? (laughs) I did love that. That was like my reverse Samantha Zinger. It's a reverse. Penis is too small. Did you ever think your vagina is too big? Did you ever think that your vagina is too big? (laughs) And for a moment, I was like, fair. Fair The idea of seeing Velma into Misi Rudin on a weekly basis was much more than Samantha could bear. Your penis is too small. Excuse me? It doesn't, and it just, it, it can't, and, and I can't, and it's, it's just too damn small. Did you ever stop to think that maybe your vagina's too big? I just thought it was so funny that he would say that in a couple's therapist. And then Samantha turns to the couple's therapist and says, what can I say? I need a big dick. And then she's like, I hear that. I thought it was like a really, really good <laughs> tie up to the James that Samantha's finally able to tell him, and... 
you know, she tried. It seemed like she really, really tried with this guy. And it just yeah. was not. It, it go, we talked about this in the finale, you know? Yes. Sex is important well, for a relationship. And it wasn't there it for is. her. It wasn't there for her, but I I would like to say um, for our male listeners, like, you know, in my opinion, it's not all about size. That was yes. for Samantha. That was like her truth. That was her her need. Um, so like, I, like I, I don't know. I just I want to be like sensitive and like not pe- have people feel discouraged if they're not of like of course. No, big enough like, because it's it's really not about that actually at the end of the day um, it's not for for like loving relationships I don't know maybe I'm talking doing lip service right now but I just feel that um it's I don't know for Samantha it didn't work it just didn't work but um and, that, and that's okay and then I'm sure there is um a woman out there for James who will be sexually satisfied. And just because you are less endowed does not mean that you cannot be a sexually satisfying partner and be in sexually yes. satisfied relationships. Um, it's just for I, Samantha, that was just never going to work. Yeah, I actually found something very interesting that I've never caught while watching the show, which is the therapist said, for many women, it's very hard for them to orgasm through intercourse or penetration maybe is what she said and I was like this is the only time in the series that they address that yeah because I know having watched it when I was like younger at a more impressionable age I thought there was like to be more candid about my life like I thought there was something wrong for me that it wasn't like a switch that would just go off you know like for me it's not that easy Slash not really possible to no. It's crazy how they the, uh, yeah, penetration. They, it, it's interesting how much of sex is portrayed that way, and how much of female sexuality, and, I, and it's definitely changing. One hundred percent, a lot yes. of the sex scenes and shows now. Yes. it is very much like um, kind of. We've talked about this, like kind of female centric understanding. Like you know what? Yeah, like, uh, there's the clitoris for a reason. Like come on, right. you know it's not inside the vagina. Right. <laughs> And um, yeah. but a lot of the sex it's like, hello. is hello, <laughs> um, but the a lot of the sex on the show is penetrative sex and yet simultaneous orgasm. Or, yeah, and it, and it's unrealistic. So I did like that the couples counselor mentioned that because I'm sure a lot of women or most women can relate to like yeah, yeah. that's not how it usually happens. Um, but then they kind of like forget about it for the rest of the series. That that you know what I mean. It's just, I, I don't know. Well, except for the maybe, one maybe there's great episode exceptions. with Miranda, with the guy that she's yeah. faking it with, and then she has to kind of oh, like Oh, yeah, him. yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's great. I think that's that, great. Yeah. That's, oh, I cannot wait till we get to that episode. That's a fantastic one. Um, so do you have any um, Samantha Zingers or any other Miranda sarcasms or anything like that? I'm a trisexual. I'll try anything once. Um... No, I don't really have one. Yeah, neither do do I. No. um, But what was I going to say? As for fashion, though. Oh, my God. She's fashion roadkill. I don't really have that many call outs either. I did notice that Carrie was rocking, you know, a little braid for her Arabian Night themed (laughs) birthday party. I kind of liked it with the bright red dress. I was like, it's. 
It's your birthday. Do what you want. I kind of, I like that. (laughs) Those crazy ass (laughs) sleeves. Like if you whipped an arm across the table, you got like dip and hummus and just knock out candles with those long ass sleeves. Um, My fashion yay is uh, her robe. She had this really sparkly, funky Mm -hmm. robe that I thought maybe you would have worn. And it was just Mm -hmm. this like glittery floral printed robe and I thought it was beautiful yeah yeah um and I liked some of also, Charlotte's like basic athleisure wear I always say it looks like totally Everlean, but it just like cute cropped pants white sneakers cute. black you know whatever it was nice I do love when Stanford is like to Charlotte at the birthday what is her ex doing here because <laughs> I've definitely been in that position like what the fuck is going on I love it Stanford needs more airtime um he does so, all right, so can we rate this let's one? Let's do it. I had a religious experience at Manolo Blahnik. I'm going to give this oh, a, a 2.75. I, I'm going to give it a 2.75. I felt like it was on par with last week's episode, yeah. which is like, okay, there's some development in the characters, um, mostly Carrie and Biggs plot line together but you know those are kind of crucial things that are happening she ran into big and now he showed up at her birthday but then the other stuff you know was entertaining but like just kind of fluff yeah fluff. you know just fluff the other characters that wasn't that entertaining no it wasn't and you know what i tend to rate episodes highly when i really laugh or or if i think something's like yeah. really really funny or great and kind of or outrageous or like i'm like super yeah. excited to talk about our outrageous this one didn't do yeah. it for me I feel Mm -hmm. like we were bragging about season two when we um, recorded season one. And I'm like, oh, God, it's a little lackluster right now. But Well, what's next week's episode, though? Okay, so I'm actually pulling it up. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is, um, is it the Freak (laughs) Show? I think it's that season. Oh, wait. I'm almost positive. Let me pull this up. I believe it is. I actually know. Oh, I know this one. Samantha likes getting, I think it's the Freak Show one. The Freak Show. Yeah, the Freak Show. Um, Yeah. So Samantha dates a guy who wears dog collars and Carrie dates a number of freaks before she dates a guy. And then, of course, she fucks it up. But, and that, (laughs) God, what what are we getting into the good season two? I don't know. We will. We will. Well, okay. Just for our listeners. We're going to get there, guys. Before we yeah. close out, we actually, our next Ooh. episode, which we're recording this weekend, um, we're going to have a special guest on. And should I give a little teaser? Of course. Do <laughs> it's it. a bonus episode. So it is, we are going to be interviewing a man. Really <gasps> excited. A straight man. We'll tell you more. <laughs> a straight man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we're, yeah, this is kind of exciting. So. Um, look out for the bonus episode after we air this one. And yeah, I'll see you guys next week, Mirandas. See you next week, Mirandies. <laughs>